0: And welcome to episode 92 of the Get More Sports Podcast. My name is Doug McCain. Thanks for rocking with us once again on today's episode. More bombshells in the Astros' sign-stealing scandal. Was Jose Altuve wearing a buzzer? We're going to break down all the new details in the Astros' sign-stealing scandal. Carlos Beltron has been fired. What does this mean for the New York Mets? And we've got championship weekend in the NFL, NBA rumors, topics on topics, takes on takes. Here on episode 92 of the Get More Sports Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast, wherever you get your podcast these days. And then head to YouTube and give me all your takes right down below in the comments section. Got a couple about Alex Cora. Mop the Mother said, Hey Alex, I got a sign for you. And it's a middle finger emoji. <laughs> and then Gary A says, Man for life, hopefully. Kind of cool that we don't need to say allege anymore. And congrats to Hey, It's Jules and SoCal Librarian. You, you have won win. Alex Wood bobblehead dolls. We're going to get you those. Be on the lookout for more giveaways soon here on the Get More Sports Podcast. but We've got a jam-packed show for you guys. Lots to get into, so let's get right into it. It's showtime. Are you ready? What do you do, baby? Baby, baby. Let's get it on. Now, if you're the Houston Astros, this offseason has been an absolute buzzkill, and yesterday, the internet was buzzing. Yesterday, the Astros cheating scandal broke the internet again, and we're going to break down everything that went down yesterday, and it all started when someone claiming to be Carlos Beltran's niece, she was dropping bombs on Twitter. At S0 underscore blessed one. I'm told to stay quiet, but I refuse. Sorry, Tio. Jose Altuve and Bregman wore devices that buzzed on inside right shoulder from hallway video guy. Let's get it all out now. I have pictures from locker I will keep for rainy day. Altuve didn't want shirt torn off, if I remember. Maybe I misspoke, but Chapman gave up home run in game. Now, shortly after that tweet, Marley Rivera from ESPN tweeted, the Beltron family told me that this individual who claims to be Carlos Beltron's niece is not related to the family in any way. This person may or may not have additional information about the Houston Astros sign stealing scandal, but they are not related to the Beltrons. My response to that is not related anymore. They probably disowned her as soon as she tweeted that. Now, yes, it may not be Carlos Beltran's knees, but this account has credibility. This is the same account that said the Mets were gonna hire Carlos Beltran. This is the same account that said the Mets were gonna part ways with Carlos Beltran. So it does have some credibility. Now, this is the play that everyone's talking about. Of course, Game six, ALCS, Jose Altuve hits the walk-off against Aroldis Chapman, and then you see when he's rounding the bases, he's coming into home. You know how that works. You get your shirt ripped off. This is Major League Baseball, but he's telling the guys, do not rip my shirt off. Here, check this out. Play the clip. Altuve! And as you can see, as he makes his way to the plate, he's holding on to his jersey for dear life. He's saying, hey, no, don't do it. They're going to know I'm wearing a buzzer. They're going to know we're all cheaters. We're cheating here on the Astros. No, but really, you remember, the killer bees were Biggio, Bagwell, and Berkman. It turns out the killer bee was Jose Altuve, and he was buzzing underneath that jersey. And another thing that was suspicious was the way he left the field. He goes right into the team clubhouse to switch shirts into his championship shirt. Why does he need to do that? Why doesn't he stay on the field, and why would it be a big deal for them to take his jersey off? Look, he's done it in the past. He did it here. He did it here, and he also did it here. This is a guy who's hit walk-offs in the past and gotten the same treatment. But like I said, he's got that jersey in a death grip, and it looks very suspicious. Here's what he said to Ken Rosenthal after the game as to why he didn't allow them to take his shirt off. I think he was just thanking God and uh, just thinking that we're going to the World Series once again. We asked the teammates not to tear your shirt, why? what's that did you ask your teammates not to tear your shirt why was that (laughs) i don't know i'm i'm too shy last time they did that i got in trouble with my wife (laughs) so he says that he didn't want to take his shirt off because his wife would be mad at him his wife after hitting a game winning walk-off home run to send his team to the world series would be mad at him would be upset at him because his team ripped off his jersey Can you imagine that? You hit the walk-off home run and your wife is upset with you? That doesn't make a lot of sense. It also didn't make sense how he fled the field immediately to go into the Astros' clubhouse to change into his T-shirt, his ALCS championship T-shirt, all the while the rest of his teammates did it in the dugout, did it on the field. Yet the guy who hits the walk-off shot is the only guy that needs to go into the clubhouse to change his shirt. It just doesn't add up. Now, to get more sports exclusive, we've just obtained leaked footage of Jose Altuve in that Astros' dugout Just minutes before, he hit that walk-off shot off Aroldis Chapman. I am Buzz Lightyear. I come in peace. Oh, I'm so glad you're... Cheater! Bye-bye. Thank you. Now, thank you all for your kind welcome. Say, what's that button do? I'll show you. Buzz Lightyear to the rescue. Altuve has just sent me! Now Jose Altuve strongly denied wearing a wire in a tweet from Joel Sherman that read, reach out to Scott Boris about his client Jose Altuve. When this came up today, Jose Altuve immediately contacted me and this is his statement. I have never worn an electronic device in my performance as a major league player. And then Scott Boris continued, Altuve has never been involved in any information with the use of an electronic device that is triggered during the course of the game. Fans need to keep in mind that there are a lot of players who are in the spiderweb, but they are not in the Black Widow just because they're a member of the team or the league. And then Major League Baseball released a statement Thursday that read, Major League Baseball explored wearable devices during the investigation, but found no evidence to substantiate it. Really? Of course you didn't find any evidence because Jose Altuve went inside the clubhouse and destroyed the evidence. And then players around the league, they were heated. Mike Clevenger, he sounded off, this is where throwing hard has its MF perks, BB. So either police it, MLB, or I'll get back to my training. They shouldn't feel comfortable looking at any of us in the eye, let alone on the field, and any other MLB player feel different they can get it too. Then the MVP sounded off. Cody Bellinger tweets, for the sake of the game, I hope this isn't true. If true, there needs to be major consequences to the players. That completely ruins the integrity of the game. Trevor Bauer, I've heard this from multiple parties too for what it's worth. Then Alex Wood, I would rather face a player that was taking steroids than face a player that knew every pitch that was coming. And then this picture of Josh Reddick breaks the internet. At first it looked like it was a buzzer and a bandaid. Turns out it was probably a necklace and some confetti. But if you're the Astros, this is the new normal. We're all living in the usual suspects and we're looking for Kaiser Soze. Because this story is going nowhere. I can't wait to read the books. I can't wait to watch the movie. We're going to be talking about this for years. And if I was the Houston Astros at this point, I think I would rather just give up the trophy. I would rather just forfeit the 2017 World Series forfeit last year's World Series appearance because look, that would free them up and that would be the end of it because at this point, I think it's what's best not only for the whole entire league, not only for the game of baseball, but for the Houston Astros organization. I think at this point, that is just going to be a dark cloud over that organization for their entire existence. Just look at these splits for Clayton Kershaw. Clayton Kershaw at home in 2017, a .081 ERA. On the road, a 675 ERA. Something was up. I think vacating the World Series and possibly banning the Houston Astros from postseason play is the move. I hate to be a Buzz Killington. You're a bigger buzz kill than Buzz Killington. But your fans, your players, your coaches, they're gonna be taking abuse for years to come. This is not going away anytime soon. So I think if you really wanna get back, if you really wanna start to rebuild that franchise, you forfeit the 2017 World Series. The LSU Tigers are national champions of college football. They beat the Clemson Tigers 42 to 25, I had LSU winning 42 to 24, and Joe Burrow, 59 touchdowns on the year. It's all about the national champions, right? The LSU Tigers, right? No, we're talking about a former LSU Tiger, Odell Beckham Jr. Odell Beckham Jr., he caused a stir after the national championship game. He was clearly turned up on the sidelines throughout. After the game, he goes up and he's handing out wads of cash to players. OBJ was acting like an ATM. I guess that B in OBJ stands for bank, because he was breaking off everyone after the game. Here's OBJ handing out Benjamins to LSU players. Let me see it. Let me see it. Now, the first thing I want to say is I have no issue with OBJ giving these players money. The only issue I have is he's doing it in front of a camera. Look, just do it the old-fashioned way. Give them the money behind closed doors. We all know that these elite players get paid. They get their handouts. They get those $200 handshakes. We know how it works in major college football. And the next thing I want to say is, look, This is probably the closest Odell Beckham Jr. is going to get to a championship. So let this man have some fun. This guy was having a ball after this game. He was even trying to sell Jamar Chase's cleats. Jamar Chase's purple and gold OBJ cleats. I'm selling these cleats. (laughs) (laughs) 200,000. And look at him over here. Look at him over here. Look at him over here. And I like how Ezekiel Elliott is just randomly chilling in the LSU players locker room after the game. They go to Ezekiel Elliott, and Ezekiel Elliott gives them that look like, no, man, I've already got a $90 million bag. I don't need your money. Now, the only issue I do have is Ed Orgeron and Dabo Sweeney, they got huge bonuses for making it to that game. We're talking upwards of a million dollars when it comes to winning that national championship. The players, they didn't get any type of stipend. Now, I don't think you got to pay the players millions, but it'd be nice if they got a little little bit of the cut. I mean, you had 30 million plus people watching that football game and the players that won it got absolutely nothing. Now, maybe if the NCAA paid some of these players, maybe if the NCAA gave them a little bit of a cut of the profits of the game, they wouldn't need Odell Beckham Jr.'s money. But LSU was trying to say, hey, that money wasn't even real money. It was play money, monopoly money, whatever you want to say. And then Joe Burrow confirmed that the money was real. I'm like, Joe Burrow, really? I know 2020 is the year of the rat, but come on, let guys get some cash. You're going to get tons of cash when you get picked number one overall by the Bengals. And then as the players, they're celebrating smoking cigars, smoking some stogies. By the way, Joe Burrow, he looked like a straight boss when he was smoking his cigar. He's just sitting there like, hey, man, 15-0, and Heisman Trophy, 59 touchdowns, I'm going to be pick number one overall And then the security came in, and they're saying, hey, no more cigars. Hey, Macaulay Coke, you got to put that out. And the security guard was not having it. I don't know if that security guard was a Clemson fan or something, but Odell Beckham Jr., he gives him a little love tap on his butt. Here, check this out. You you finna go to jail, y'all. Hey. Hey. Hey, what about the big ugly No! Amen. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Lord. <laughs> So OBJ tapped his butt, and that security guard is butt hurt. He was not feeling it at all, and now there's a warrant out for Odell Beckham Jr. The lead prosecutor in New Orleans, his name is Leon Canizaro. He told the New Orleans Eyewitness News, I have not spoke to him or any of his attorneys as of this time. I would hope that he would turn himself in so this matter can be disposed of. At a time when we should be celebrating, in my opinion, probably one of the greatest football teams in the history of America, probably one of the best quarterbacks we've ever seen in the history of this country, a great coaching staff, when all the focus should be on these young men and their accomplishments, unfortunately, we see this very, very silly and uncalled-for event by someone that has now caused the whole focus on what should be a celebratory event to now be sanctioned and to be scrutinized now by LSU. To be scrutinized by the SEC, by the NCAA, by the NFL, and now our police department, and ultimately this. Office. So now look, Odell Beckham Jr. has gotten himself into a mess. But what more can they do to him? He already plays for the Cleveland Browns, right? Can't get that much worse. Now I think maybe, just maybe, is Odell Beckham Jr. Was that a calculated move? Was he acting out intentionally that way the Browns release him so he can switch teams? Because hey, Odell Beckham Jr. he's always wanted to get out of Cleveland, and I think that he ends up with the Los Angeles Rams, or I think he ends up with the New England Patriots. I don't think Odell. Beck- Beckham Jr. starts the season next year on the Cleveland Browns and so OBJ was having fun he was having a little too much fun okay you got to get back on track you stole the spotlight away from some of the LSU players the LSU National Championship game look Odell Beckham Jr. has zero playoff wins in his career he's got four catches for 28 yards zero touchdowns that's his playoff resume okay OBJ get back on track I want to see you in the playoffs This time next year, as far as the LSU Tigers, great season, dream season, 15-0, national champions. All I've got to say is, go Tigers! Mike Trout on PEDs? Say it ain't so. Look, this will be the last thing that Major League Baseball needs right now for its marquee player, the best player in the game, being accused of being on PEDs. Well, on Thursday, son of former big leaguer Scott Brochitz making a comment on social media that Mike Trout takes the performance-enhancing drug HGH. Baseball apparently allows this exemption for a thyroid disorder. Trevor Bauer, he told Daniel Roberts of Yahoo that players generally know about this and don't care. From Daniel Roberts' report, Trevor Bauer tells me Mike Trout has an exemption from the league for therapeutic HGH for thyroid issue. And that players know this and generally don't care, says there's a whole complicated process to qualify for such an exemption from Major League Baseball. And then on Friday, Bauer did an AMA session with Bleacher Report and was asked, how prevalent are PEDs in the game today? Not asking for names, just a percentage. And he responded, that's a great question and it's complicated. There are certain things that you can take legally if you have certain conditions that not everybody is able to take. For example, Adderall if you have ADHD, so that's technically a performance enhancer. A decent number of guys have that. In terms of guys taking something illegally and skirting the rules, I would say I'd put it in the 10 to 15-inch range of the league. I think that gets you close. It's not 50%, but it's not 0% either. And all I have to say about this is, look, it seems like it's okay. It seems like this is not a big deal. But the last thing baseball needs is for Mike Trout, the war god himself, be implicated in any foul play. Look, Mike Trout seems like the most solid human being there is. I won't accept any Mike Trout slander. This guy is an absolute stud. If you look at his numbers, a career OPS of 1,000, a career batting average of 305, 285 home runs. Through his age 27 season, he has a war of 72.5. Other players, through their age 27, Ty Cobb, 6, Mickey Mantle, 68.1. Pujols, 54.9. Babe Ruth, 50.3. Barry Bonds, 51. Point three. Mike Trout, he's on a trajectory Well, he'll end up as being one of the best players to ever play the game. Look, Mike Trout, to me, I will accept zero Mike Trout slander. Whatever the opposite is of those Astros players, that's what Mike Trout is. He's a stand-up guy. He's the golden boy that plays in the golden state. And I think Mike Trout, I think there's a lot of nothing. I don't think there's a big deal at all. I think if he has a thyroid issue, if it's been approved, if you look at the pictures of Mike Trout, his head didn't grow. 10 sizes like Barry Bonds. He's really stayed the same, and I think Mike Trout, one of the greatest players to ever do it. But let's please, please, for baseball's sake, let's hope that he's not involved in any PED scandal. But before we wrap on and hit you with my picks for the championship games in the NFL, in the AFC, the Kansas City Chiefs and the Tennessee Titans, Derrick Henry versus Patrick Mahomes, I'm going with. The Kansas City Chiefs, Andy Reid, Arrowhead at home. The Chiefs haven't won the Super Bowl since Super Bowl IV when they knocked off the Minnesota Vikings 23-7. And in the NFC, you've got the 49ers and the Green Bay Packers, Aaron Rodgers, Jimmy Garoppolo. That's going to be a tough one. But my preseason pick to win the Super Bowl was the Green Bay Packers, so I'm not going to ditch them now. I got Green Bay, go, pack, go, going into Levi Stadium and advancing to the Super Bowl. But that is going to do it for Episode 92 of the Get More Sports Podcast. Have a great weekend. Watch all the sports. See you guys Monday. And I'm out.